L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. No, it's a serious, serious episode. episode. No, it's a, a serious, serious episode. episode. I'm, I'm Jake, Jake Trumper, Trumper joined, joined with Alex Schulte and Jackson, whatever he wants his last name to be. That was pretty. I thought I was pretty or good. You there. were doing really good. You know, you you got me from almost the entire time. If I would have yeah. gone up a third, it could have been like you harmonized. Would it sound just like? Oh yeah, would it sound like a song? Yeah, Thank was, you. Yes. Good. Um, today we we obviously what is trending right now? Everyone's talking about the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary, and it's something that I have found interesting in the sense of there are two sides of the fence right now about biopics we've seen the uh ted bundy biopic and the jeffrey dahmer biopic both on netflix do incredibly well i have seen neither good okay so so you are the person who's seen neither i've seen both um jackson's just there producing but i do know about them yes i've seen scenes of both so i'm like so, so he's scenes the middle ground scenes. middle guy um, what's what I, both sides of the fence makes sense to me. The one side of the fence is like these biopics are interesting. I learn a little bit more while also understanding not everything in these biopics are going to be fact. They're going to be kind of, kind of glamorized. Uh, but I also do not glorize the serial killer. Then there's the other side who's like, okay, but there are people glorizing the glorifying these serial killers. Uh, They're taking all the wrong messages from these biopics, and all they're seeing is an attractive serial killer. They're idolizing him. They're researching him. And now you might even have people trying to imitate him. And they're not focusing on the victims enough. And personally, I, I again, see the side of both sides. But I wanted to talk more about both sides for this episode. So obviously not as funny of an episode, sadly. No goose and gaffs. Knock, knock. Don't do it. Don't say who's there. This is serious. Knock, knock. So it's not goops and gaffs. It's just history facts. So the real... Do you actually want me to say who's there? Don't... If this is a joke, Alex, I'm gonna we're going to fight. You, I was going to say who's there because I was going to call his bluff. I don't think he's got a punchline. Don't... <sighs> knock, knock. Who's there? I fucking knew it. Orange? Why? Stop! Nah. Stop! Uh, we, right I, when we I, started this episode, Alex goes, it's going to be really hard not to make a joke. Okay, I almost said Jeffrey. Dude! <laughs> Alex! But that would have been, you know. And I, I, I backed out. I, did, I backed out. But th- okay. I backed out. Hey, would it help if I read off the victims' names? You know, because I feel like we're about to say his name quite a bit. And what if we said all their names really quick? Just the like, documentary, oh. or the biopic. Go ahead. This ain't the biopic. This go is ahead. historically inaccurate with Jake Trumper and Alex Schulte Re- and Jackson, whatever his last name is. Whatever okay. his last name is. Go Herbertson. ahead. Herbertson. Stephen Hicks, 18. Stephen Tomey, 28. Jamie Doxtater, 14. Richard Guerrero, 25. Anthony Sears, 24. Ricky Beeks, 33. Eddie Smith, 28. Ernest Miller, 24. David Thomas, 23. Curtis Strotter, 18. Errol Lindsay, 19. 
Anthony Hughes, 31. Connerick Synthesophone. I'm sorry. Connerick Synthesophone. He was a uh, Laotian. He was from Four- Laos. 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Turner, 20 years old. Jeremiah Weinberger, 23 years old. Oliver Lacey, 23 years old. Joseph Bradhoff, 25. And if, uh, they were predominantly people of color, which has Correct. brought in a huge conversation of Jeffrey Dahmer being racist. And one thing that I found very interesting in the biopic that was... I didn't know that. Again, the biopic helped me realize how unsmart Jeffrey Dahmer was. He was very inept. And uh, you find out through these biopics how dumb a lot of these serial killers were, and the only reason they succeeded was they fed off of marginalized groups in a broken system. Jeffrey Dahmer is dealing with women. Mm. A woman comes in and says, this guy's been threatening. Uh, uh, Back when he's doing all of this in the 70s, they're like, all right, all right, lady, sounds good, and they brush her off. You've got Jeffrey Dahmer in a low-income area feeding off of people of color, and they're saying, hey, our community's noticing this one white dude doing all this sketch stuff. And the cops are like, whatever, you're on drugs. And it just shows how, while Jeffrey Dahmer may or may not have been racist, uh, he definitely succeeded off of a racist broken system, allowing him to do these things. And that's where I find myself agreeing with the fact that the biopic helped me learn something. But obviously an argument could be made saying, Jake, if you have to learn these things to learn that the system's broken through a biopic, Maybe you should do some more of your own research. You shouldn't be learning everything from a biopic. So both sides make sense. Real quick, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was born 1960, died 1994. He was murdered in a prison. And I really like that story because Jeffrey Dahmer got what was coming to him. Um, and he was caught kind in... Kind of a jerk. A little bit in 1991. Uh, then you have Ted Bundy, who was born in 1946 and died in 1989. So those are kind of the two serial killer biopics we were so kind of thinking wait about. to see how he died? Because I don't, actually don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer? Uh-huh. He was executed. Oh. oh, not Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, Ted Bundy was executed. But, Je- but Jeffrey Dahmer was murdered in, in prison. Because they didn't have the death sentence where in Wisconsin. So Jeffrey Dahmer was murdered. Some A dude killed him. We're going to talk more about that in like part an, two of an, this. Another inmate? Yeah. Do you think he was like... No, I know everything about to it. Do it. No, no, no. I know. I got everything <laughs> for you. That's... That is for after the break, though. Okay, okay. It's, okay. it's quite the story, because I believed in urban wait. legend about it, actually. And then I learned more about... But, uh, again, um, you, you've you mentioned this before in, in the past, but um, you... Uh, I just completely lost the, my train of thought of... Oh, yeah. The victims, families, mm-hmm. these biopics definitely are not good for yeah, them. This has been a thing for a while. I mean, yeah. so uh, the first people that came into trouble with this was the were the true crime podcasts. Because those are completely putting bread on the table by glorifying these murderers and and essentially bringing up the traumas of these families. But they were doing it without getting the permission of the families mm-hmm. of the deceased. So they would come back and be like, why are you profiting off of the terrible story of my son's murder? You know, mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And yeah, they ended up getting into a lot of trouble for that. But um, obviously, there's they're not going anywhere and they haven't gone anywhere but and you um, see these if anything we're seeing an influx in this because it is a fascinating story to see you know the deepest darkest mm. place that a human's brain can go like it is fascinating yeah. and i do but, think um, there it should be noted like it's horrible with these biopics and true crime things uh there are definitely people who are watching these and they make tiktoks about them all these freaking like white girls 
not to put a specific on it, but it's always them Wait, on what? TikTok glorifying Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, and like these weird white dudes who are like, um, Jeffrey Dahmer is so hot. Wow. And it's like, stop. That's not, you're missing, you're missing the point. What side of TikTok of are you on? Dude, the, there is some very, so if you're sitting there and you're like, well, I listen to true crime because I just, I find it interesting. Like the human, like how a human could do this. Understandable. But there are people who listen for really bad reasons where they literally find enjoyment, whether it's consciously or subconsciously off of people's suffering. Like they mm-hmm. find something in that. And that's where it's sad, you know, that people are doing that. And now that they feel so comfortable with it because biopics are so big, they're like, and I'm going to make a TikTok about how I'm upset that there wasn't more gore in the Jeffrey Dahmer movie or show or biopic. It's like, you should not feel comfortable saying that because what you want is blood in something that's depicting actual things that have happened. You are very, you're too desensitized. Understand that these are victims. These are mm-hmm. real people. Mm-hmm. Go watch Friday the 13th if you want some blood. Go watch uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Actually, Texas Chainsaw Massacre doesn't have that much blood. Uh, uh, gosh, I can't I think of- that scene where they're eating all those people on the freaking table. That's not the first Texas Chainsaw that's Massacre. pretty gross. Um, but- that's Resident Evil 7. Oh, that one is right. Re- no, there's one. Okay, it is Resident the Evil Sawyer 7. family, but man. Resident always- Evil 7 is 100% based on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Definitely, with the Sawyer so family. So inspired. Um, but anyways, uh, there is other things to go watch. And again, I'm standing on a soapbox here by saying these people are desensitized. We hear everyone's desensitized to stuff, to blood, guts, and gore. And it's hard to sometimes understand that what you're watching is depicting something that's actually happened i'm sure if someone went back and listened to every ever every episode we've ever done we've made a joke about a serial killer or something and that's because it's just in our culture to be desensitized we've witnessed war all these terrible things happening you almost kind of remove yourself from the actual atrocities of real life and all a lot of people are asking like the victims families people criticizing these biopics is if you are watching these understand what the message is which is Look at how these men succeeded off of marginalized groups in a broken system. Don't go in desensitized and glorify these killings or want more from these killings is kind of where I have found myself landing when it comes to these conversations. See, but I think you're forgetting one thing. It's going to be a joke. Money. Oh, it wasn't a joke. You're they right. want money. money. And you know what sells? Bloody. Blood. Yeah. And it's what, what uh, hopefully, I... I didn't get a chance to look into this. Hopefully Netflix donated to the victims. You don't think they would have? Jackson, will you see I, if they did? I, I, yeah, yeah sure, Jackson, could you please because Google that? Because when the dad wrote the book There's about no Jeffrey Dahmer, when his way. dad wrote, when the dad of Jeffrey Dahmer wrote a book about Jeffrey Dahmer, the proceeds had to go to the victims. Oh. A judge ruled that, which was nice. But the dad didn't want that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, his parents were horrible, awful human beings. They correct? were, they, well... It's it's hard to needless. So this is where it comes into nature versus nurture, right? Um, his parents were going through a very messy divorce. I could while not he was find anything that says that Netflix. Dang Netflix! Anything. So yeah, there's no way. I didn't. Yeah, no I, I was way. I was putting out a gleam of hope there. No way. Um. So what happened was is uh, the nature versus nurture argument is so interesting. I'm a firm believer of nature loads the gun, nurture has the opportunity to pull the trigger. In the sense of you could be born with something that might affect you negatively, uh, psychologically. But if you're in a loving household and you have good role models, you have potential of becoming a functioning, loving human being. But if you have these, uh, something there that, uh, quote-unquote psychopath or something like that where you have a lack of empathy and then you grow up in a non-empathetic house, 
which Jeffrey Dahmer's growing up in with his dad gone 24 seven. Jeffrey Dahmer obviously had abandonment issues and that probably was because his dad was always leaving. His mom was struggling with a lot of issues. She would take many pills. They would have violent arguments, aggressive arguments, screaming matches to the point where both just left the house and left Jeffrey Dahmer alone in that house. And this is not justifying anything just Jeffrey Dahmer did, isn't making an excuse for him, but it is quite an interesting thing to look at from that aspect of what happened, where does it click for people to, are they born monsters? Do they become monsters? Or is it this perfect concoction of they're born in the situation where they can become a monster, and if their environment's just right, that's how they're the monster. Mm. It's a very interesting conversation but obviously one i'm not qualified to have neither am i so so i just watch netflix so i just watch netflix and they don't donate money which is i i think netflix stock is too terrible to donate anything they have that's why they just had added added ads yeah uh are your ears hot my ears are hot my ears are not hot they're they were they're always hot i'm like i think it's these headphones but besides that we're gonna talk more about jeffrey dahmer's death which is Mm. it's very interesting because when i was a kid i like quote-unquote, learned why he died and how he died. And it was more of an urban legend than the truth. So we'll talk more about that coming up right after these ads. Um, real quick, yeah. can we make a true crime podcast No, that's just about like people getting parking tickets? True crime. You won't believe this parking ticket. <laughs> 18 parking tickets. Jaywalking. Make Four a whole times. Ep- episode on it. Yeah. Oh, I'm starting to record. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I love it. <clears throat> hey. Hey. It's season two. Season two. Of what do you want to talk about? The podcast where two friends take turns surprising each other with topics to talk about. That's right. She's Lindsay and I am Jason and we are both parents and comedy writers. Yeah, it's like Pollyanna meets... Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, or like, I, I would assume that's correct. Yeah, I don't know pretty, that person. Pretty, pretty correct, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like flowers meet... The stuff that people pile on, you know, grave sites and... Your, your, bodies and your dirt. Well, you know. That's dark. And we've added a new segment to the show called the Rando Mo. It's a random moment because we want to know what you want us to talk about. And you can send in your ideas and suggestions, and we put them on little pieces of paper, and we put them in a jar, and we shake them up, and then we don't have any control over what we are then told we need to talk about. You decide. Yay! If you want to decide, you can send it to laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna, W-A-N-N-A. This podcast comes out every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you can find your podcasts. This show was produced and distributed by LAS Podcast Network. To support this show and other shows like it, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash Plus. You can find our podcast anywhere that you get your podcast hit, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Or from that creepy dude with a top hat and a trench coat eating that Reuben sandwich that's just half soaked in mayo in the dark alley. Nice. He's the guy with the good podcast. It just be that you score your podcast in a dark alley with a guy wearing a trench coat? Reuben. Mayonnaise. You brought mayonnaise into the mix. Yeah, it should have been Thousand Island. Oh. It was such a mistake. Should have been Thousand Island. Can you put something together from all that, or do you want, you want me to do one more? L A S.
the deep, dark depths, in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids, there were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming to the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives. What now? And fight to the death for our very lives. Like, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a... Like a real... Like a very real... That was actually... That was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, yeah Smash? let's go play Smash. Let's go play some Smash. <laughs>Welcome back. Um, this episode is very harsh, needless to say. Uh, one of our more serious episodes. We we have one or two of those it's every so season. One, oh my goodness, that was a South Park reference. I think, and it fit. Do you think? Who do you? So before these, I guess no, we can say while these biopics are out. What was shocking about this biopic was a lot of people. I was surprised to hear said they had never heard of Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I don't know how. Who are you talking to that said they've never heard of Jeffrey Quite a Donald. bit of people, which was interesting, because I would imagine like the big serial killer names, Ted Bundy, Jack the Ripper, Zodiac, they definitely were like top... Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Zodiac Killer. Those are probably the big three. Jeffrey Dahmer was at least like in that second tier. Oh, for sure. Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, probably yeah, I would- in that second tier here um i would say the night stalkers probably in that second tier that people yeah. know pretty a- well hh holmes man wait that guy's interesting. they made a terrible eight hulu documentary about him oh, did you see that i did start watching Worst. It. i watched five minutes oh, of it and it, i was like it or like, like two minutes fifth grade powerpoint it looked like the quickest ca- uh cash grab i've seen in my entire life um and they're supposed to be making a see talk about glorifying killers and whatnot here i am excited for the movie uh scorsese Wow. Was supposedly going to be making an H.H. Holmes movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Does it does it hit a cer- certain point? Who again where, is very attractive. Does it hit a certain point though, where if it's been a uh, hundred more than a hundred years, right. it's too less soon, too soon. It, do you uh, think there is a too soon and a too in like long enough? Because Jack the Ripper still traumatic, still an awful thing, but that's been put into comic like in like mainstream comics where Batman is faced off against Jack well, the Ripper. Yeah. If if when you look at the thing of like affecting the victims, right? Yeah. The victims aren't really around anymore. It's more yeah, their great, great. Yes, great. they are. Project the Ripper? Oh no, not those. But the people who knew those victims sometimes are. But of course, well, Project the Ripper. No, they. H. H. Holmes was still like 1800s, early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it isn't. That's an wow. That was something I wasn't even thinking of. But yeah. So I, I always saw Jeffrey Dahmer as like a well-known. So I was shocked that people said they hadn't heard him. But but these are also like there's. Such thing as generational trauma that gets of passed course. down and oh, passed absolutely. down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, so I guess really, it, it, no, it just depends on how it's presented. Yeah. And yeah, wow. We, uh, yeah, 
We ah, fixed it. We've solved there, it. There, there we go. We solved it. So Jeffrey Dahmer was killed by a man named Christopher uh, Scarver. S-C-A-R-V-E-R. <laughs> Let's remember his name. name. Um, so what happened here was... It's Why quite, was he in jail? So I heard um, basically... Christopher Scarver. Uh, the kind of quick notes on that. Uh, he was promised a uh, promotion from you? a guy. He. Oh, he. Got he it, was promised a promotion from a guy. That guy got fired. New guy okay. comes in, doesn't give him the promotion, and allegedly he walked up and just shot the guy. Wow. Some say he had a mental breakdown. Others say uh, it was just he was just a violent person. A lot of hearsay. I'm not qualified to say like what happened, but that's kind of why he was there. Okay. Um, we'll go with that. He did some. So the urban legend I heard was the guy who killed Jeffrey Dahmer in prison was upset because Jeffrey Dahmer would always make jokes about how the food looked like people. Do you guys ever hear that urban legend? No. No, I've never. And while there is some truth to that, like the guy definitely wasn't a fan of Jeffrey Dahmer doing that, the main reason was the guy did research on Jeffrey Dahmer and uh, found out like that Jeffrey Dahmer predominantly targeted people of color. Uh, Christopher was uh, uh, African-American. And he also discovered that this other guy, whose name I can't remember, but the guy's name doesn't deserve to be remembered, uh, this guy also tried to, while Jeffrey Dahmer victimized people of color, this guy tried to villainize people of color. He stabbed his wife in the face uh, multiple times, bought a flat bill hat, dropped the hat at the crime scene, stabbed himself, and claimed a person of color did it. Hmm. He said, two black guys try to kill me. See, here's the hat. Caught, obviously. So uh, Christopher discovers this. Um and the biopic leads it to look like that he was like in it in on it with the guard because the guard leaves other sources say that it just the prison was just too like it just was an oversight that they put three prisoners all in the same place to clean together mm. but the guy went in and killed the one dude killed the dude who stabbed his wife in the face mm-hmm. and tried to blame people killed him and then just went up to Jeffrey Dahmer and just cracked his skull open and just beat him with a metal bar Hmm. and he killed one dude with a broom killed jeffrey Dahmer with the metal bar and in the biopic they have this dude do this huge they the actor playing christopher do this huge speech where he's like um i'm god's vengeance you think you can be forgiven you don't deserve forgiveness and he's killing him and then jeffrey Dahmer's like oh well, i didn't make my victims suffer and he's like well i'm gonna make sure you feel every second of this he beats him down, which I, I too have seen the Punisher. I hi, that's Sorry. what it that's what it seemed like, and I Rick. highly doubt that happened in real life. But in the biopic, it was like a very Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. It was kind of a relieving thing to see Je- because, like, they put Jeffrey Dahmer. They do a spin on it where Jeffrey Dahmer is now the scared one, and he's like, yeah, like it's intense for him now. Finally, where he's the dude who's not in power. So that was nice to see. And then they do show him just getting like the dude clunks him once in the head, and he's like and he clunks him again and instead of just going in on it he's just like clunking him in the head with a metal bar a few times like Jeffrey Dahmer is just conscious as he's doing it it was obviously don't think that happened in real life but in the biopic it it was it was nice just to see his skull get yeah but yeah so that's how he died god this is Um, horrible and and his parents so back to if his parents were awful or not um, his mom um, definitely struggled with some uh, mental illness and the dad was just the most classic absent father. And the reason people are like, why are there serial killers? Like, why were there such a predominant amount of serial killers in the 70s? There are some... The dad went out to get a carton of milk because they were all out of milk for their cereal. Shut up. 
Shut up. And you almost made it a whole episode with only doing one joke. He came <laughs> so back. So what happens? There's a few reasons people think uh, the introduction of um, and they talk about this in Dahmer, which I thought was really interesting because I these are reasons that I've heard of. Uh, the interstate's created makes it really easy to drive long distances. Um, you have uh, the kind of male empowerment ideology really taking success in America where it's like a strong, quiet man doesn't show emotions. So that created Mm -hmm. a bunch of absent fathers where they don't allow, they don't show emotion to their son. Their son doubles down on that even worse and then becomes twisted. You've got the idea of the, um, the Vietnam war create destroying people mentally. Obviously these are coming up with excuses and trying to justify why there's monsters. You'll never fully know why there's monsters. Jackson, you're making an interesting face there. Well, cause I, I agree quite a bit with the second two. The first one is the one that confuses Dude, me. Dude, I heard him say it and I was like, it's both confusing, but also in the like... the sense that like, yeah, that would make it easier for so, serial killers, but I don't think that's a cause, cause of serial killers. I, I could see it being a thing where like, maybe this one dude got away with killing like three people, but gets caught. Or gets away with killing three people and stops. But now he's got a highway where he can just do it like in a huge area. Yeah, but that's not gonna like... That's not going to cause me to do it, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like if, if, if your reasoning is the it, uh, exactly. interstate. If, if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to be like, well, I wasn't gonna, but now there's an interstate. It makes so. it more accessible, I guess. Yeah. But, but still. But still. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's very sad. Alex, do you want to take over the next episode? We'll let you do some fun facts. For real? You'll do, yeah, we're going to have a nice, happy Alex episode. But can I say jokes? You can, but that means next what? time we do a serious episode, no jokes. Because you got you got to sneak in some jokes in a my uh, serious episode. Hey, Jake. No, no. This was a serious episode. And if you want to see other stuff, hey, Jake. like um, we do um, Historically Inaccurate After Dark, where it's even crazier and we knock, swear knock. and we do stuff. And you can get that with the LAS Plus Media Group. Banana. And, Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? You, you I've, messed it up. I've been, I've been Jake Trumper, joined with Alex Schulte and Jackson, whatever his last name is. Um, thank you all so much for listening and uh, checking out a serious episode. I love doing these. These are actually really interesting for me to do and let me kind of vent what I'm thinking. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. Let us know on all the social medias. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and as my history teacher always said, make sure you watch out for deer. The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.